MLM Nation, episode 444. Giving and giving back is going to bring the joy that keeps you doing the daily disciplines that it takes to win in this business. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built teams to over 80,000 and is now a full-time business coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us right now. Here is Simon Chan. Hey, MLM Nation. I'm super excited for February 23rd, 25th for No BS, No Hype in Australia. Now, if you're out in the Australian region, New Zealand, or Asia, definitely go out there. We're going to go through the 10 stages of online duplication and in-depth training there, how to create content, how to uh, duplicate, how to recruit online. And if you're out in the U.S. and you want to have an awesome vacation or just a great couple of days, hey, go down to Australia in Queensland. It's one of the most beautiful places, a part of Australia. Definitely want to check it out. It's great beaches by there as well. So anyway, February 23rd, 25th, I'll be down there. We want to also have a lot of top earners in Australia be there as well. So go to mlnation.com forward slash Australia, get your tickets, and look forward to seeing you in Brisbane. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Cindy Wright. Hey, Cindy, are you ready to make it happen? I am ready. Excited. Cindy Wright has been in network marketing for over 28 years. She's currently a top five income earner at her company and also been chosen to be an advisory counsel to John Maxwell. They had the one and only John Maxwell to counsel him on the network marketing profession. She's also been married to Kirby Wright for over 35 years. If you remember Kirby, her husband, amazing story, has been on interviewed on MLM Nation episode 413. So you can check out his story. Uh, recently, in January 2016, Cindy also gave back. She founded the Woman Empowering Women Group which is a group to empower women to become what the woman of God created by helping them overcome their past struggles, fears, and disappointments. So, Cindy, I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. All right, I'd love to. Uh, You know, when I I talk about how long I've been in this industry, it certainly dates me and uh, ages me for sure. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I tell everybody all the time, hey, don't be disappointed that you have a birthday because what's the alternative? Um, You know, it would not be good to not have a birthday. So, you know, I I got started back in this industry in the early days. You know, it was uh, 1989, actually. And I was working a very, very stressful job. Kirby, uh, my husband, was working as an engineer. He was traveling Monday to Friday. And so I was going to work every day, taking my daughter to daycare. She was the first one to arrive and the last one to be picked up because I had such a stressful job. So we looked at each other one day or never forget it. Um, I mean, I was only 29 years old and I looked at my husband and I said, is this it? Is this going to be our life? Um, you know, barely seeing each other and working ourselves to death and really just still struggling. We didn't have that great of a, a, a financial, uh, you know, our finances weren't that great either. And here we were working ourselves to death. So we really began looking at, you know, different things that we could do. Really, it was just all about getting me home so I could be a mom 
And, you know, I wanted to have a career. I didn't want to just be a stay-at-home mom, although I applaud them. Um, but I, you know, I wanted to still have a career and I wanted to be, you know, contribute to the household. So we really started looking for something I could do. And we found network marketing and, you know, we, we tried several different com companies, actually about four different companies. And all we did was sign up and buy a bunch of product. <laughs> you know, it's like we never sponsored anyone. We didn't do anything. And we were actually kind of having a liquidation sale. I mean, we were um, <laughs> we were installing a Kirby was installing a water filter under one of our friends' sinks. And I was doing a liquidation Mary Kay party to get rid of products. And Somebody said, oh, you ought to talk to, you know, our friends in Orlando. They're doing this other thing, this nutritional deal. And I'm like, oh, no, we're liquidating. We're getting out of this industry. And Kirby, of course, said, OK, have her call me. You know, so she did. And long story short, you know, that was the company really that turned everything around because and we always say, you know, people go, well, what was different? Well, the difference was is that we fell in love with the product and we made a decision to make it work. And we were very fortunate in our first year in that company, we made about a quarter of a million dollars. So we went from, you know, failing miserably to, you know, pretty much instant success once we got started. So I always tell people, you know, we got bit by the bug then because we were forever in love with network marketing and the freedom you know we were both able to get out of our jobs um at about eight months and you know we've just been um you know we've been in the industry ever since i always tell people we've seen the good the bad and the ugly in this industry the good has been so good that of course we've always wanted to stay in it no matter what's happened you said you made a decision what do you mean by you made a decision because uh, I think a lot of people use that term uh, all the time. But going back to the turning point, you said you made a decision. What does that mean? You know, I think it means it's kind of like drawing a line in the sand. You know, it's like saying, if this doesn't work, then we're not doing this again. And so it kind of puts a fear in you like, oh, my gosh, you know, we got to make this work. And it really was because if this doesn't work, then the alternative is to do what we're currently doing that we don't like to do. You know, we don't want to do for the rest of our lives. So it really was we can't keep just buying products and signing up in these things and and failing. You know, we have to make this happen. And so it really is, um, you know, just I think people make decisions all the time, but it's like putting the action behind that decision, making those, you know, doing our why, our why became so big that, you know, getting me out of my job, getting our daughter out of daycare. I wanted to be at home with our girl, our little girl so bad because my initial thing was you know, she was at three and a half. So I kept looking at, oh, my gosh, in one year, she's going to be going to kindergarten. You know, and all I thought about was she was going to go from kindergarten and ride a daycare bus to daycare, you know. And then I was going to pick her up from daycare and somebody at the daycare was going to talk to her after her school before her own mommy. 
And I said, that's it. No, I don't want that. So I had such a why to be there at the school bus when she got off the school bus um, that, you know, I was willing to, I always tell people, you know, it wasn't easy back then. This is 1990, keep in mind. You know, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have websites. We didn't have cell phones. We had a fax machine. We had a, a like an answering machine attached to our home phone. And, you know, we didn't have Google Maps or, you know, when we went on an appointment, we had to carry one of those, you know, paper maps that you have to fold up a hundred times to get it back into place, you know, that drives you crazy that nobody ever uses anymore. You know, that. and if we got lost to go on an appointment, we had to stop put a quarter in the payphone and call somebody, you know, from a payphone. And so, you know, I think that we just learned this business the old fashioned way. And it's, it, it was, it was hard back then, but we were just focused and we, we didn't have all of the distractions. You know, if we wanted to talk to somebody, we picked up the phone and called them. We couldn't text them. We couldn't hide behind email. You know, we just had to pick up the phone and call them. And, you know, we would, we would literally, I mean, Kirby traveled. Keep in mind, he's traveling Monday through Friday when we got our business started. So I'm going to pick up my baby at daycare, you know, come home, feed her, help her with her homework. And I'm getting on the phone because I got to get out of this job. And so I start making calls like at eight o'clock at night. And I would stop making calls literally when I had woken up about the 10th person. So, you know, and that was like, okay, I think everybody's in bed. I think I've got to stop making calls. And, you know, I would just keep going and keep going because my why was so, so big. So even though it was so much harder, what I consider harder back then, because no one even, there was only a handful of network marketing companies. So it wasn't like today, which one have you done or what have you been involved in? It was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're involved in that. You know, I mean, people thought we were crazy. We were college educated. How could we be quitting our jobs and joining this thing called, you know, a lot of people called it, you know, uh, MLM back then as far, you know, and now, you know, it, it, everything is that sometimes the terms have changed, you know, multi-level, uh, most people called it a pyramid scheme. You know, I mean, that was, that was the word back there. Oh, you're in one of those pyramid schemes. I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess we are, you know? So anyway, it was, it was a whole lot different back then. You said the good and the bad. What would, um, this is my favorite question, your worst moment in network marketing to the point that you even had doubts about whether you should do this again. But you didn't okay. quit, and that's why you are where you are today. Yeah. Oh well. I, I, first of all, I could tell you, I have a, I have quite a few of those, but I will tell you the worst one. Okay. So we made a decision after quite a few years in that company that we got started in. We really made a decision that we needed to leave um, because of some things that were happening and certainly I'm not mentioning names, but th some things were happening internally within the company that we didn't agree with. And we had already tried to address the problem over and over and over again, all the way to the board of directors, everybody. And they weren't willing to fix the problem. And we just, you know, kept 
we finally just, I, I, I can remember looking at Kirby saying, I can't look in the mirror anymore and believe that I have the greatest opportunity because I'm a person of passion. So I'm like, you know, I can shout it to the rooftop if I believe in it. But if I don't believe anymore, then I can't shout anything because I just, people know exactly who I am, when I am, where I am. They know everything about me by the way I express myself. And so we just got to that point where we were like, we can't do this anymore. So we tried to basically walk away from that company. I mean, we wanted to be able to keep our check, but they were like, because we were so influential in that company and so high up, they're like, oh no, you can't walk away. You can't, you, you know, you, you, you can't leave and keep your check. And we're like, you know, why we built it. And so this was our first experience having anything like this happen. And so I was uh, nine months pregnant with our second daughter. And we, we were at the, we had a fax machine and the, we got a fax. We had, we had tried to, you know, communicate with them and tell them that we, you know, wanted to, you know, slide away, you know, we wouldn't say anything, but they were like, oh no, it can't work that way. So the president of the company sent us a fax over the fax machine and he was basically calling us Judas and all kinds of stuff. And right then, as I read that fax, my water broke and I went into labor. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay, uh, you know, so it was very interesting being going and delivering a child, you know, being in the hospital and labor, knowing that and and just it, it, it you know, do you want me to keep going? Because I could keep going. Yeah, or how, how could you stop? You know, there? it's like they 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 came down and actually the the lawyers and the president came down and and met with our downline while I was in the hospital having a baby to basically defame us. And so you want to talk about going from hero to zero, basically overnight, not one of my friends came to visit me in the hospital from that company. You know, when I had a baby, didn't call me. I mean, it was like crazy stuff. So, you know, I could look at that and go, that's about as ugly as it gets, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's about as ugly as it gets. And we ended up, you know, having to get lawyers involved and, it, you know, just turned out to be um, just really um, unfortunate and uh, shouldn't have shouldn't have had to go down that way, you know, but it did. And we learned a lot of lessons. We were still quite we were still pretty young and naive at that point. So. Um, anyway, that was probably the, so we were going through this, you know, time in our life and, but we had this beautiful new little girl that just, all we had to do is look at her little face and the pain went away. You know, it was like God just brought her to us at a time when we were struggling, you know, and it just. Like every time, all we had to do is just hold her and look at her. And it was like, none of the rest of it mattered. And uh, so that was, that's, that's probably my, my worst story. So that was, I mean, sounds pretty ugly. Why did you stick with network marketing even after that? Um, the freedom. I mean, what else are we going to go do? You know, I mean, we certainly don't want to go get a job. 
Um, what are we going to do? Traditional business that's going to own us? Are we going to go buy a franchise that we're going to be a slave to every single day? Um, you know, I mean, the, what what choice do we really have? Um, you know, unless you're you got a lot of money to spend, and you know, if you want to buy a franchise and you've got the money to pay the managers to be in there running it for you. Um, Network marketing is, to me, the the only opportunity that really allows you the the time freedom. It's not so much about the money. You can make money in plenty of different avenues, in, you know, in the world, in America. I mean, there's lots of great opportunities to make money, but there's not a lot of great opportunities to make money and have freedom at the same time. That's what we bought into. No boss you know, really no overhead, no employees, you know, none of the headache that goes with traditional business or even a franchise, we brought into, you know, we do the work, they provide the check and the product, you know, and we'll do the, we'll do the rest. So that's, that's why. You know, when you started off, you said you do, um, what made it different when you start making money is when you made that decision and that was like a turning point. Was there another, can you share another turning point or maybe like a light bulb moment that went off and then you really took off? You know, um, when I got into this industry, Simon, all I could think about was me. <laughs> you know, it was about me getting out of my job. It was about me being home with my daughter. It was about me getting uh, Kirby out of his job. Then once we got those immediate uh, goals down or those immediate needs met, then it became, um, you know, we were young, making good money. Then it became, oh, I want to get a new Jaguar. You know, I want to get, that was my dream car back then. You know, I wanted a Jaguar. And then, I, you know, oh, I want a big house with a swimming pool. You know, I want this. I want that. I want that. It became, it wasn't until several years, you know, did I really realize, oh my gosh, Cindy, you know, you, this isn't at all about you. You know, when you quit saying I, my, me, you know, that word, then your life is going to be fulfilled. And that was really the aha moment for me. It's about, this is not about me. This is about the people on my team, the people in our company. Kirby and I, work, we, we work with everybody. We work cross line. We work up line, down line, whatever, because we're about building one big team. And we just are not selfish people because we've been there and done that. You know, I would have used to, I would have looked up to make sure somebody was in my downline before I was going to go spend time with them. Now I do not ever look that up to see if they're in my organization. And uh, so I think when people finally get over themselves and start realizing this business is about serving others, it's about giving back and giving, adding value to people's lives and so that's really what I'm focused on at this point in my life. Yeah, you know, do I have dreams? Of course. But those dreams really are about how I'm serving other people, how I'm adding value to other people, how I can take someone who, you know, is is at their worst moment, you know, with little to no hope, 
and watch their eyes start sparkling with hope that they actually, is this something they really could do? You know, whether they have a college education, whether they have the background, whether they have, you know, money in the bank or whatever. I mean, we watched so many people in 28 years come from nothing, you know, to a success story. I'll never forget when we were brand new in this industry, there was a, a gentleman that we uh, sponsored and he, he, he came from a newspaper ad, so we didn't have a background with him. But he was like 60 years old. And he had been fired from his job. He was down to no money, had like $60 to his name. And he he had holes in his suits. I mean, he, he but he had two kids to put through college. And he didn't know how he was going to do it. No one would hire him. And we just took him under our wing. And we said, you just go bring the people to us. And he literally would go out and put out flyers in his suit, in the heat in Atlanta, you know, and just put out flyer after flyer and then bring them to us. We would, you know, recruit them for him and just tell him to go put the more flyers out. And the there was two moments. I'm like, the first time he showed up in new clothes and he said, look at my new clothes, Cindy. And he, he was the proudest man. And then the second time was when he pulled into our driveway in his new car and he rang our doorbell and he had the biggest smile on his face and pointed to his new car in his driveway. And that's just one of our early success stories. We've had hundreds and hundreds of those stories in the 28 years. And so that's what that's what it's about. That's my aha moment. In terms of giving, that's very, uh, thank you for sharing that, very touching. Uh, in terms of giving back, can you share a little bit about this group you created, the Woman Empowering Women Group? Tell you about that group? Yeah, what is, what's it about and why, what's your vision behind it? My vision is, you know, I think that so many women struggle with um, insecurities, their fears, uh, feeling of unworthiness. Um, and, you know, just so, I mean, I've experienced all those myself. And even though I've gotten through many challenges in my life and overcome many things um, in my life, it's like I felt good about myself, but I wasn't really sharing that. People just thought, oh, Cindy doesn't have any problems. You know, she did, she's not ever had any insecurity. She's, you know, she's been successful for 28 years. So I really started this group and I started it on Facebook and I just started doing Facebook lives. I started doing Zoom calls and I just started sharing my heart with women and more and more people started joining and I just started coming to them with I mean, being vulnerable, telling them my secrets, telling them, you know, here's what I had to overcome. Here's what I got through and then encouraging them because the it's a great feeling to get through anything that you've had a struggle that you've had in your life. But the joy from that comes through sharing that story and helping someone else. So I started encouraging women to look within themselves and say, okay, what do I need to get past? What am I struggling with? And then encouraging them to share that story to help other women get through 
their struggles. So we started having women come and start sharing their stories, not only on Zoom, but we started doing live meetings. And then we would we would Facebook live all around the country, our, um, our meetings. And women were, we did it in a private group, so not, you know, everybody could see. And we always, well, like on Zoom, I would never allow a man. If a man got on, he was, <laughs> he was asked to leave and if he didn't leave he was removed quickly and so it because I wanted them to be able to to open up and be vulnerable and share their hearts I mean we had we had a, a one of our team members who lost two of her children they were murdered by her ex-husband and it was she had been it had been about a year and she started joining our calls and she became strong enough to start sharing her story. And the first time she shared it, you know, it was, she had so much struggle to get through it, of course. And then, then she, she shared it over the over zoom. And then she came to one of our live events and she had her note, she was shaking like a leaf. She had her note card. She said, I have to read this. It's the only way I'll get through it. But let me tell you, when someone shares something like that and they do it in, in a way that, hey, I'm just taking one day at a time. I'm putting one foot in front of the other and I'm getting by one day, one day, one day. You look at your own problems and go, want to slap yourself in the face. You know, it's like, come on, you know, what kind of, what, who am I to think I have a problem? She changed so many people's lives by getting out of that comfort zone, that fear. And, and so she got so, because she had, she had been living with her mom and dad since all of that happened for the support. You know, she was in her thirties, went back to live with her mom and dad because she was needed that support where her husband had, her ex-husband had burned their house down with the kids in it and himself. And so it was a horrible story. So she had nothing. She had, like, she was left with nothing. He burned down everything. And so she made a decision and told everybody in one of our meetings, she said, I've made a decision. I'm ready to go out on my own. I'm going to get an apartment. She said, I don't have one single fork. I don't have one plate. I have nothing, but I've made a decision. I've got it. I, she had rented an apartment. And right then I said, oh, you know, what a blessing this is. So we just, I just started making some phone calls and a few of us just did what we wanted to do. And we furnished her complete apartment. We went over there, we moved it in, we set up, we made it beautiful, we hung pictures, the TV, everything, and she just sat there. As each room got finished, she just had tears of joy, you know, in her eyes. We're just making one, just one little step, you know? I mean, it's just life-changing what women can do. I mean, anybody can do it, but I'm just very passionate about helping women to overcome their past failures so they can break through and help somebody else in the in the process. That is so awesome. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things I love about network marketing, one of my beliefs is it allows us, number one, to fulfill unlimited potential, but number two, it allows us to give back more. So for you to, for you to do that, it's really incredible. It just makes me 
you know, even louder and prouder to be, to be part of this amazing profession. So thank you, Cindy, for doing that. You're welcome. Where can people learn more about this Women Empowering Group? Well, we have, it's a Facebook group. It's called Women Empowering Women. And um, you can see that there's a, if you can't, if you need to look at the pictures, a big picture of a bunch of women on it. Uh, I'm right in the front in a red dress. And um, it's uh, just anybody's welcome to join it. They, they, they don't have to be in our company. It's really just a, an, an empowering group when you know, when someone needs a prayer request, like my granddaughter had the the flu the other day, and I just said, hey, you know what, we need some prayers. And I mean, it was just crazy how many people started responding. And then my texts are going off for two days. How's she doing? What's going on? You know, I mean, just, it's just women supporting each other. And I just believe you know, in network marketing, we are so focused on our goals, our dreams, you know, our building our team, building our check. Um, but this just kind of allows us to be vulnerable at the same time and give a piece of ourselves that we wouldn't give in front of the room when there's men in, in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, we just wouldn't get up and share I mean, people getting up and sharing their their eating disorder stories, their, you know, being raped, being beaten, being, I mean, you know, and you just think this person has it all together and they get up and share their story and the women are like, you know what, if she can overcome that, I can overcome. And then after the meetings, people would call me and say, I'm ready to share my story. I'm ready. And it would just bring tears to my eyes. It just, it's, it's just unbelievable when somebody is ready. When you see, and then when you see them do it and the growth that happens in them, it's like when somebody has been hiding something and all of a sudden they're pouring out and sharing it to women and you see the other women relating, it's like this weight, number one, is lifted. And number two, it's a, it's a, a joyful experience that they get to have and they wouldn't know about that had it not been for this industry mm. more than likely and ml nation will put a link to connect to cindy's uh, group uh, in the show notes page just go to mlnation.com and just search for cindy uh, cindy wright hey ml nation make sure to check out the new show simon says it's the show that Helps you attract online, recruit online, and duplicate online. Did you know it's the first time in the history of the network marketing profession that an original production has been produced that helps you build a successful MLM business online? When I say original production, this is like a TV show that's broadcast every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. And it's going to help you master the 10 stages of online duplication. Best of all, it's free. Just go check it out at MLNation.com. Uh, thank you for inspiring us and sharing, Cindy. As we go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick your brain. And these can be uh, quick one-sentence answers. Um, the first one is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you, Cindy? You know, it's interesting. I saw that, and it's like, this is, I mean, there's so many different ones, but there's the president of one of our first companies that I got involved with, he said this, and it's no... It's like nothing out there in a book or anything like that, but it has resonated with me my entire career. He said, if you work this business easy, 
it will be the hardest thing that you've ever done. If you work this business hard, it will end up being the easiest thing you've ever done. And I was like, oh, that is so, so true. I mean, people that piddle, you know, treat it like a hobby. They look up and go, man, this is so hard. This is so hard. And it's the people that just get in the grind and go after it don't struggle as much. So, so true. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful, Cindy? Uh, a habit. Um, reading in the morning, you know, just daily disciplines and getting up and doing the same thing over and over, being in personal growth. When I was younger, when I got into this industry, let me tell you, you know, personal growth, there, there, there wasn't uh, sections in the bookstore on personal growth, you know, there was only here, you know, books, but now it's everywhere. So I think it's about finding a book and sticking to it instead of having 20 books and reading one page here, one page there, what, you know, it's about finding a book, sticking to it. Um, one of my favorite books is 12 Pillars. Um, I think it's Jim Rohn wrote it with, um, uh, Chris Widener, I think that was one of that, that book is for a brand new person getting involved in this industry that has never done personal growth before. That is a storybook, mm. you know, where it's just such easy reading. And when I have somebody that's never done this industry before, that's what I want them to read. Somebody coming out of corporate America, maybe they've, you know, ne not really had an, um, an executive type level job where they're just like, I've never even heard of personal growth. <laughs> you know, they need an easy read. You know, they don't need Think and Grow Rich right out of the gate because that's a it's a hard read, man. You got to study that thing. You know, so so having a book that's like a story, and that's what Twelve Pillars is. It's really kind of a story. So you know, daily discipline is just growing every day. Yeah, I love that book. I still remember when it just got started. And great advice there. Like a lot of people start with something that's too hard. That's a really easy book, and you can read it in an hour. Something very yes. easy, 12 pillars. And I still remember it. You don't forget that yeah. lesson. I know. It's a great book. I probably have given away hundreds of that book. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Um, let's see. Probably just to when I when somebody told me it's about giving. You know, when I really, really figured out it was about giving back and giving more than you receive and and understanding that because I, I mean, I'll be honest, I was selfish for a big part of my network marketing career, the first decade for sure. And I'll tell you, I, I really wasn't fulfilled. Mm. And when you when you really begin to give back and understand the joy that you get from this, I mean, network marketing, once you get your check, you better have something bigger that you're going for because you will not be fulfilled with a check. And the money doesn't do it. The big house, the cars, you know, it's just, you just get up in the next morning and you look and you got a different thing in your garage. You know, you wake up, you got a different house you're living in. But does it bring you joy? And most of the time, that's not. So you got You better have something else. And that's when giving and giving back 
is going to bring the joy that keeps you doing the daily disciplines that it takes to win in this business. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. Do you send them a link to a company video? Do you use Facebook groups? Do you uh, use a web Zoom? What do you like to use? We actually have an app um, that we use. So we, we like to, to say that we have a work from any, anywhere phone-based business. So of course I'm gonna use the app because I want people to see how simple this business is. Um, and so the app is a video. So um, we can funnel, we can filter the people. If they're a product prospect, I can send a product video. Or if they're a business prospect, I can send the, the business video or the opportunity video and kind of decide which one I want to send. I mean, I can send them all, but typically I'm going to send one, make sure they watch it because on our app, we know if they've watched it, we get an alert, we know how much they've watched, you know, all of that. So our app, but just creating, because um, I, I, always tell people your training starts when you're prospecting because if you complicate things people are not going to join because they're going to say oh my gosh i could never do that and the more simple the process is when you're recruiting them the more that they're saying oh i can do this and that's what you want them saying. I can do this. I think this will work. And, you know, and they see themselves. Anybody can see themselves on their smartphone sending a, you know, little message with, you know, in a, in a, because it comes through as a text. So they don't even really know how you sent it. They just know it got sent to them. And it's very, very simple. So that's, that's the tool that I use. And then we do a lot of Zoom. We have a lot of home parties. And, you know, Kirby and I are really focused um, because we have a group spread everywhere. We love to do Zooms. Like tonight, we do a testimonial Zoom where we have people from dial in from everywhere and share their product story and then share their income, you know, their business opportunity, where they came from, where they are today, what's, you know, how their life has changed, that type of thing. Do you have a favorite app? or online resource like Dropbox or Evernote that you could recommend to our listeners? You know what? We do use Evernote um, just to do our daily, you know, schedule. And um, Kirby, he loves to share his and share, you know, he's so much more technical than I am. It was funny. I got, I've been trying to do everything on, you know, on my phone, keeping up with my calendar, my notes, my to-do and then I got this great new planner John Maxwell sent me. And it's the John Maxwell Leadership Planner. And I'm like, oh, I was just getting everything on my phone, you know. And But I made a decision. I said, I got to use this. It came from John Maxwell. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm kind of doing, doing both. But I love Evernote. It's such a great tool because it can just go straight from your phone to your computer. And you can look and have everything right there. You mentioned the 12 Pillars by Jim Rohn and Chris Widener. Uh, is there any other one or two other books you could recommend to ML Nation? Yes, um, I would recommend. I am a John Maxwell fan, I have to say. Um, I recommend the 15 Invaluable Laws of Leadership. Uh, I have read that. We actually, as a company, did a whole series on that. Um, one of my favorite uh, chapters in that book for a woman was the law of the mirror because it really gets you looking inside yourself and you know what do you see in the mirror 
and, um, you know, really helps you to stop comparing yourself with others, which is a huge fault of so many people that get into this industry. They go to a convention, you either come out of a convention inspired or pissed off. You know, you're like, you're, you're ready to go to the top and do it. Or you're like, ah, oh, those people, they got lucky. They got, you know, so it's like you got, to, you know, that, that, that chapter really is impacted me the most in that book because it really does teach people stop comparing yourself to others. I mean, I was just at this elite leadership event in West Palm Beach with John Maxwell this past weekend with some of the top network marketing people in in the the country and so you you can't compare yourself with others everybody has their own story and that's what i you know really try to teach the women in our women empowering women group every person has a story and you have no idea what it is thank you for sharing that cindy here's the last question the million dollar question you ready yes so imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't know your daughters, you didn't know your husband, Kirby. You're kind of like an alien that went to another universe, but they spoke English. What's, uh, you, have, you have zero contacts, but you have your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? I would, I would do it through social media. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm not an expert on social media by any means. Um, but I do believe it's the fastest way to build. It's the fastest way to gather contacts. It's the fastest way when I'm out, you know, if I meet somebody on an airplane, uh, meet somebody when I'm out and about, I'm not asking for their phone number. I am saying, Oh, let me find you on Facebook. And I am looking because I can get into their life. I can see if they're, you know, what they do, what they're about, what they believe, how many kids they have, and then start instant messenger, you know, start messaging them and communicating and building a relationship. And so I think even if you don't know anybody, I mean, every person that you walk up to is a prospect. If you just, you know, but the best way I believe is not, oh, give me your number, give me your number. It's, let me find you on Facebook. Love to connect with you on Facebook, on social media. I'm not a big Instagrammer or Twitter or that kind of thing, but you know, I'm I'm really more a Facebook person. But I do believe that there's and there's so much training, so much stuff out there that you can get. Um, a lot of it's even free, you know, if you just plug in and get um, hooked up with the right people and get in involved in their trainings, and um, that's what I would do. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Uh, well, my um, email is Cindy is right, C-I-N-D-Y-I-S-W-R-I-G-H-T at Comcast.net. Um, you want me to get my phone number? That's you up know, to my, you. You could want thousands <laughs> of people calling you. That's totally up to My you. phone number is 770-851-4290. And my Facebook is CindyWright.37. So that's, um, but it's, you know, my, my last piece of advice is find a company and stick with it. Find a company that has the culture, because to me, the culture is what is going to keep you there. The people, the people running the company, the environment of the leaders. What kind of people are they? Are these the kind of people that you want to hang with, that you believe in, that you trust? Because another product could be created. 
you know, maybe they don't have the best product right now, but they might come out with one next year. Another compensation plan can be created, but you can't create the people. They are who they are. So you got to love the people that you're in business with. And we've seen, we've been disappointed by owners, by founders, by, you know, people involved, leaders. And so that was a big criteria for us and in our company today was, we're going to build our last company with people that we love and trust. And that's what we did. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you may hang out with Cindy Wright. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com and just type in Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y at the search bar and all the show notes, the link to Cindy's group and also phone number, her email will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing and in life, you must help others. So, Cindy, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We are grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, Cindy, and God bless you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, this is a quick reminder that if you want to create online duplication in your business so that not only are you creating content that tracks prospects and helps you recruit online, but more importantly, you get to duplicate online as well. Make sure you check out our free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication on our website, mlmnation.net. Again, for your free resources on the 10 stages of online duplication, go to our website, mlmnation.net. Hey, ML Nation, Simon Chan. Awesome nuggets of wisdom from Cindy Wright. Thanks, Cindy, for being on ML Nation. She was sharing her wisdom there. 28 years of experience. And if you want to reach out to her, go to just go to mlnation.com. Just look, just look for Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y. Her phone number, her email will be on there. You can reach out to her. A couple of nuggets here. The, you know, the main nugget is fulfillment. If you want that this business is really about helping others. If you pursue the money, and I know some of you are struggling, it may not make sense to you, but if you really... This business, if you want a satisfaction, is about helping people. And it also is a leadership lesson, too, because to keep your people in the business, not everyone in your downline may be making money. I, I, I figured this out because, you know, some people, they make $200. Because there are people who make $200 a month but are happier than people who are making 10000 a month. It, yes, it's true. I've known a lot of lead people who are making 200 a month, part-time, a little bit of money, just barely paying for their products, but they love the business more than full-time leaders earning 10000 a month because the fulfillment is not coming from the materialistic, the money. It was coming from helping others and having a purpose and mission. And thank you so much for Cindy for sharing that because she made that money, but it wasn't giving her the happiness. It wasn't until she started giving back. You know, uh, kudos and congrats to her for starting the Women Empowering Women Group. To, in the inspiring story she shared is really what life is about, the fulfillment, right? And I always love that we're marketing because number one, it allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. And number two, it allows us to give back more, right? Giving back more. And if you have a heart of giving, that's when, you know, this business becomes easier and more fun too. And also, if you think about yourself, I need to make money, everyone has a dollar sign on their head, that's not going to give you success, it's when you really go focus on helping others. That's what it is. And Cindy, her turning point was making the decision that you got to make a sacrifice, right? She drew a line in the sand. She's sick of going company to company, not making money. Say, hey, this is it. And let's put action, make and make a decision to action. Like she would call people until it was too late to call. And she would be waking up people. And she had no shame about that. She would call because it's the why. Her why was her children, right? Her daughter. And, and, 
you know, back then, 1990, way different. Now, fax machines and all these different ways to do it. it makes it so easy now for us to do it. But making that decision. So, ML Nation, have you made that decision? Right? Have you made that decision to go all out? And a lot of uh, a couple of the nuggets here is I love it. If you work the business hard, the the easier the business will be. But if you work the business easy, it gets really, really hard. And that is so true. Work the business hard, the business comes easy. Most people who say the business is hard, I look at the schedule, I look at what they're doing the DMO, they're not doing what they should be doing. They're doing I'm not having that consistency. Another Another words of uh, nugget there is your training, how you train your prospect, how you train your new distributor, that actually starts when you're prospecting them. Because the A always, your new distributor always feels like they got to do what you do to them. So keep it simple. Your training starts with the second you start prospecting the person. Another one, don't compare yourself to others, right? Uh, your chapter one could be someone else's chapter 30. So don't compare their chapter 30 to your chapter 1. They, someone like Cindy, been in the business for 28 years. And you also didn't know what the, the background between her and her husband, what they used to do, what type of influence they had in the community before they got started. So it's very easy. I mean, we, we look at other leaders, it's good to get inspiration, but don't compare yourself to others because it distracts you. Just focus on doing the work. Focus on the consistency, on the daily method of operation, right? On inviting, on sharing, on follow-up, and you will get there. Now, the last thing is, the great tip is, uh, we're talking about reading self-development. Focus on one book and stick to it. Focus on one book and sticking to it. And really mastering something. I I think, think, look back, after I look back to my uh, journey in network marketing since 2003, the key things that I've learned the most is picking up a couple key books and reading, rereading them over and over again until I can teach it. That is when you know you have mastered something and become really good at it. So, awesome show from Cindy Wright. ML Nation, thank you for listening. You can reach, find Cindy's contact info. Go to mlnation.com. Just search for Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y. And if you like this ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others, so go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us today. Now head over to MLMNation.net for valuable recaps of every show and also to get your free training resource on how to use online duplication to grow your business. Thanks again for being a part of this amazing profession.